Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Excuses, excuses, excuses. We got a million of them, don't we? I'm going to read something from Mother Angelica because I happened to pop open the Catholic morning offering and there it was. And I think sometimes we need to hear some in-your-face stuff on the faith walk. Because we are awesome at excuses. (laughs) I know I am. I'm not pointing my fingers at anyone. I've got all four of them pointing at me. Have you heard that one? So if you point a finger, you have your index finger pointed outward, But the other three are curled up and pointed back at you. Don't know if you've ever heard that. Don't point the finger because you got three of them pointing back at you. It's kind of like the beam in your brother's eye or your eye, sorry, and the little speck in your brother's eye, the little splinter. What does Mother Angelica tell us? You know... There ought to be a prize today for people who make excuses because I think we'd all win something. We are in the habit today of making excuses. And because our faith is weak, we excuse ourselves from answering God's call, from doing God's will, from listening to the church, from listening to the gospel. We come up with all the fantastic reasons why we don't have to be good, why Christians don't have to be Christians, why we don't have to strive, why we don't have to go that extra mile that God is asking us to go to show that extra bit of compassion or that extra bit of love to do that extra bit of work. And so we make excuses that are so comfortable that we can literally walk away and forget what God asks us to do. That Mother Angelica, boy, I wish she was still here. What a spitfire. She had no issues calling out hierarchy, calling out what's happening in the culture, calling out the church itself. I think we need to take heed to the excuses that we make. I'm sure that all of us are a little bit beyond this part of our lives. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Well, I didn't kill anyone. 
So I'm sure I'm not going to hell. Jesus is a real forgiving person, I'm sure. I, I'll make it to heaven eventually. I believe that one. And I don't know about you, but <laughs> I think some people still fall back on that. Well, I'm not murdering anyone. I'm just drinking too much or it's okay. I'm not getting in a car and hurting anyone. I'm staying in my own home. I'm not getting in fights with my spouse or my kids. But those are funny excuses because if you're drinking a lot, you are acting differently and your children, adult or young, no. You're not hiding anything from anybody. Oh, I'll just watch this porn. I'll be in my bedroom all by myself. Nobody can see me. God sees you. I don't know if all of your dead relatives who made it into heaven can see you. Mary, Joseph, your guardian angel. You're not alone. And yes, you are hurting people. You're hurting your own soul. You are also damaging any kind of relationship that you have with someone who, who you can have that intimacy with, hopefully, a.k.a. a spouse, married. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I don't need to be married in order to have sex. I love this person. Why would God damn me to hell for this? Well, because it's a commandment. Because it's actually for our good. So that we don't look at our bodies as these pleasure-seeking missiles that all we do is follow wherever the heat is. I mean, like heat map, up, oh, better go see that pleasure, boom. Go to do that pleasure, boom. Because when you're done, you're not happy, you're not joyful, you're worse than you were before you did it. Because now you got the guilt, the shame, the regret, and now you got to figure out how to get to confession Excuses, excuses, excuses. And we're good at them. This is why we have thousands and thousands of Christian denominations in this world. Because we can convince ourselves of anything. I know we have a lot of excuses for a lot of things. I just want you to listen to yourself. Think about one of the excuses. I don't want to work out. <laughs> I'll share with you my excuse. Well, I didn't eat that much today, so I don't have to work out. My hip hurts, <laughs> so I don't want to work out. <laughs> okay, seriously, my hip did hurt. It did. And I took a break on purpose. But the second day, I probably could have worked out. I need to take a break. My body needs to repair. Well, if you do a workout where you work your upper body one day, your lower body the other day, you get that day off in between. But I wasn't doing that. Although I could have just worked my upper body and my abs while my legs were recovering. Excuses, excuses, excuses. I don't want to pray. 
can't stand the silence. I can't focus my mind. All I do is worry. I don't hear God's voice. I can't hear God's voice. I'm not holy enough to hear God's voice. I'm not holy enough to deliver these spirits. Looks like I'm going to be in a state of anxiety and worry and fear until the day I die. God doesn't hear my prayers. God doesn't love me. God doesn't love me because my whole family isn't on this journey and I'm all by myself. Woe is me. We talked about woe yesterday, that God also allows and creates woe. All I want us to do is take a moment and look at the excuse after excuse after excuse that you've given yourself about one thing. Could be a temptation, could be a vice, could be a relationship, could be lack of forgiveness. Wow, I'm not going to forgive that person. Look at all the things he or she did to me. They don't deserve my love. God won't forgive you if you don't forgive others. I don't want to talk to that person at this holiday party. They push every button. They're wrong on everything. And they hate God. They don't even believe in God. Jesus, others, you. We are to be disciples and called to be disciples. So we have to love others where they are at, whether they agree with us or not. And we need Jesus for that. How many excuses have you given to avoid that person, to avoid loving them? You got a few coming to your house? Are you going to their house for the holiday season? Christmas season. No more political correctness, everyone. That's what got us into this problem to begin with. But I digress. Let's focus on one of the biggest problems or issues or virtuous, righteous things that we've got to look at in our life and face and stop the excuses. Because we know the right thing to do and we know that we need God in order to do it. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. We have our hands in the air, reaching up to the sky, Lord. Pour into us, overflow your grace, your joy, your love, your peace, So that in these last 10 days of Advent, that we can be beacons of Jesus's love, kindness, and joy. Where we can look in the face of temptation and vice that has been damaging and ruining our lives. Look right in the face of this evil and cast it out. 
Lord, every step with you today. Bring up to our eyes the things that we need to look at. Our mirror moments. The excuse after excuse after excuse as to why we choose not to love you, not to follow you, not to spend time with you, not to humbly give us, give our lives to you. We're so selfish. We're so sorry, Lord. Today, as we do every day, we ask you into our heart, into our soul. Please fill us to the brim with your peace, your love, your joy, and more faith. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's fall on Mary's arms, into her arms, onto her shoulder, leaning on her as well. I'm sure she heard from everyone the excuse after excuse after excuse as to why, how, what, God isn't God, Jesus isn't God, Jesus isn't coming back. Think about all the apostles in the upper room probably freaking out. Mary, we're going to die. She can be our pillar as well. Okay, everyone. Ten more days. And again, doesn't mean that what we're doing stops. Oh, I want to share. Oops. Mortifications. Yesterday, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to go do anything. I wasn't the most joyful, I will admit, because I was just kind of tired. And on top of that, we didn't eat anything. So we were running around doing a bunch of errands and we finally ate like two o'clock in the afternoon. So we were kind of hangry. I don't know if you get that way when you're hungry. And I offered it up a couple of times. Had two glasses of wine during lunch and then came home, took a shower, chilled out. We didn't, I, I did eat a little bit later because I only had half of my meal. Normally I finish my food, brought the other half home. So I got a, I don't know, chicken, chicken Mediterranean wrap or something like that with sweet potato fries. And I was like, okay, that's good because I didn't eat the whole thing. Ate the second half and then I didn't have anything to drink when I got home. I did not work out. So I'm kind of all over the map <laughs> here. But throughout the day, I did do my best. And a couple of times I snipped at my husband and I apologized to God and to him. So I think it was better than I had expected and tapping into God and Jesus throughout it was very helpful, very helpful because everybody and their brother seemed to be out yesterday. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> you know, we were both like, don't you people have jobs? <laughs> you know? I mean, my husband being retired, it's a funny thing for him to say that, but okay. Anyway, today, I have to get my emails out for this other ministry. 
I talked about that a couple of days ago and I've been making progress, but there've been a couple of things that have prevented me from actually clicking send. So that is on my list today. So I can get that off my back. I'll be honest with you. It is a, it's a burden. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I gotta get all these emails done. We'll just do them. Remember the worst thing on your list, tick it off first. After I'm done with this, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get those emails out and then I can just focus on my family and what I need to do today because I might be having all these people over this weekend. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to take it day by day, moment by moment. God, you just tell me your will be done, not mine. And that's how we need to live every single day. Boy, I thought I had this at 10 minutes. Looking down, 15 minutes. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, everyone. But no more excuses. Go to the mirror. Talk to yourself. (laughs) I'm not kidding when I say this. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Look at your face. Looking back at you. Lying back at you. We don't do that enough. And bring God into it. Lord, come speak to me through me. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever done that. You should be doing that in prayer. Always calling for the Holy Spirit in prayer to help us pray because we don't know how to pray as we ought. We don't know what God's voice is in the early stages. So we need serious help with discernment. No more excuses. Talk to yourself bring God into it and ask him to use you to talk to you. He uses my husband all the time and never is it a confusing message. It is always boom, 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 three, four words, one poignant sentence like, why would you wait? Do it now. Or Something like, (laughs) something like that, you know, I mean, it's so in my face and that is how God talks. He's not a God of confusion. He's not going to confuse you when you sit with him and pray and ask for guidance and grace. You're not going to walk out of there being like, whoa, like your head spinning. You got 75 other things going on in your mind. That's not God, by the way. God is very too the point and clear. Look at the Bible. He doesn't go off in paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. He pretty much has specific things, bing, bang, boom, do this and do it now. Okay. If you're obedient. (laughs) No, I'll do that later. If you're not, for example, when I get prompted to reach out to someone in my heart, And I don't do it at that moment. And then that person texts me two or three days later. I get really upset with myself because I know that the spirit put that person in my heart three days ago for me to reach out to. But instead, I decided to ignore it. Or I'll text that person later. I'll reach out to that person later. And then three days go by and they reach out to you for prayers. 
Has this happened to you before? It happens to me all the time. And I'm sorry to people out there who I've gotten to know or who I have coached or who even just make comments on social media. Maybe we've never really gotten to know each other too well, but there are lots of you out there. And sometimes I don't respond very timely. It's nothing personal. Please know that. And I would love to be besties with everyone. I would love to go grab coffee with every single person that asks me to go grab coffee. But I just, I, I can't. I just don't, <laughs> I don't have that, that time. And I also have to protect kind of my heart too. And I know everyone's a good person, but I'm in the stage of my life where I've got a few really good people in my life who I, look at, I'm on 20 minutes, everyone. I'm sorry. I've got a lot of, not a lot. I've got quality people who I can share anything with. And to have a lot of acquaintance or to try and build that with a bunch of other people, especially, you know, in a long distance kind of deal is hard. It's hard to do, but know that if I've ever coached you, know that if there's a comment somewhere or an email that you've sent in, that I, my heart is touched beyond and that I will respond soon. (laughs) Sometimes it's like a month later or it even gets lost in my inbox and then I'm cleaning it out and I find it six, seven months later. It's sometimes a year later. It's, it's insane. But Where am I kind of going with this? We all need to listen to the prompting of God. And you may find that when you do, big things are going to happen to you. I did not want to hand my book out to some people that I didn't know in a church, but I did because God put it on my heart and I just did it. And one of the chicks that I handed my book to became one of my super, super besties. And she taught me all about deliverance. So let's try as hard as we can to allow God to speak through us and for us to be receiving him in the people around us, the technology, all the things that we consume, God could easily be communicating with us easily if we're just tuned in. Okay. Sorry. I love you all. You know, I can talk forever. (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know how I get through the weekends other than my wisdom app thing that I do a live show every Saturday at 9am. So go to, I think it's wisdom.app and join me. You can ask questions. It's live. All you got to do is join the conversation and We can chat and talk about stuff. I have no idea what my topic is going to be until that day. But like I said, I could sit here and talk forever. So I'm stopping now. I love you all. (laughs) Go find something more with God. Have him show you your excuses and have him be your, what do I want to say? Your reasoning for everything. No more excuses. I'm doing this because God wants me to, not only wants me to, but commanded me to. All right. 
<laughs> find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.